it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello there, welcome to New Horizons. I'm Vaughan Benison. This is the weekly program from Blind Citizens Australia, the united voice of Australians who are blind or vision impaired. This week in the program, part two of the interview Graham Inn is conducted with Jamie Kelly. And if you remember, Jamie was telling us about the new product from Vision Australia Library that uh, enables people to read books. It's called the Envoy. The Envoy is a little small device um, about the size of a cassette, if you remember what a cassette's like. Mm. And it has a very simple interface, six buttons, basically back, play, forward, on the bottom row, next row up on the face, you have a toggle up and down volume, a bookshelf button in the middle, and then to the right, the forever important sleep button that you can use to uh, have the player turn off after 15 minutes, 30 minutes, or 45 minutes. You uh, plug the device into a phone charger, give it a good charge for about eight hours, and uh, it also is solar powered, so you can mm. charge it on the windowsill if you wish. You uh, also can, it has 8 gig internal memory, but you can uh, use the micro SD card slot expandable memory. So that'll support up to 32 gigs. So really you could have quite a lot of books on there if you want to. And if you do have the internet, you can download books using your um, computer onto your device of choice. Um, But you also mentioned that you can do so through the uh, Vision Australia Connect app or the VA Connect app. Um, now, I've discovered recently that there are two versions of that app. Can you talk to us about that? I certainly can. So currently we have VA Connect, which is the current app that we are using, and it's the app that's been around for about probably four years or so. Now, recently a new app appeared on the iOS App Store and the Google Play Store called VA Connect 2, and there's a very distinct reason for that, and that is because the Vision Australia Library is – um, moving to a new location, if you go to Vision Australia, if you go to the Vision Australia website to the library page, there is a heading there called Library Makeover, library makeover uh, mm-hmm. uh, and there's a whole lot of FAQs around what is happening with the library. Essentially, what is happening is that we are moving to a new portal. Um, we are uh, going to be sharing space with Bookshare so that all our content will be hosted through Bookshare and it will also mean that um, the iAccess website which is currently separate to Vision Australia, the uh, library website will be merging with Vision Australia. So there'll be a new portal through Vision Australia where you can access the library and also donations and also the Vision Store. So it's basically bringing everything together and mm. through this new portal, you'll be able to access not only Vision Australia content, but if you subscribe to Bookshare, you'll also be able to access Bookshare content through this portal as well. So the new VA Connect is to work with this new change, which will be happening early next year. And there'll be a lot of communication going out about that early next year as we roll that out. So the important thing about the new app is if you happen to, uh, for some reason, delete the current Vision Australia app, because you know it's not working for you and you go to the app store and you think, oh, 
I'll download this app and then you find that it doesn't work, you might have downloaded VA Connect 2 instead of the correct one. So it's important not to use that app yet because that app is there in readiness for these changes early next year. As you said, a lot of people contact the library and talk to librarians about what books they want and and the library library sort of sorts out a list of books for them. Um, if you want to search for a particular book or or do your own choosing on the internet or on the VA Connect app, how do you do that? So probably the website is the easiest because you've got advanced search and you've got all those filters that you can apply, the genres that you can choose through or the formats. There's the uh, recently added option as well. So for example, if I want to see what new books have been added to the Vision Australia Library collection, I would mm-hmm. go to the iAccess Online catalogue to advanced mm-hmm. search. I would then choose um, a publication type, I would say book, and then format Daisy Audio. If it was Braille, I'd choose Braille. And then mm-hmm. under that, I would choose under date added, you could choose the last seven days or the last 14 days or the last month, mm-hmm. and then hit search. And then that will bring up the latest books added to the library. Now, it's a lot harder to do that through the VA Connect app. In fact, I can't think of a way how you can do it because basically you've got three options through the app and that is keyword search, title search and subject search. There isn't a way of having those advanced filters through the app. So that's why I always say for best experience, if you can, go to the iAccess website and use advanced search. And the same thing would apply with the new website once we move to the new portal. One of the common questions I get is how do you search for newspapers or podcasts through the app? So Mm. the simple thing to do there is for podcasts, for example, to find out what podcasts are available through Vision Australia. If you go and select keyword in the app and type in podcasts, that'll bring up all the list of podcasts that Vision Australia has available rather than trying to think of what title to look for. Or if you let, if you go into the keyword search and put in New Horizons, you'll clearly get one of the better podcasts that's available. You certainly on the, will. You yeah, certainly will. Yeah. If I can't find a particular book in the library, uh, you've often in the past helped me out by suggesting some other providers. I actually use Audible. Um, you've talked to me about BorrowBox, uh, and uh, and I know other people use Kindle Books. What other options are available if the Vision Australia Library just hasn't got a book that you want? So what you've suggested are certainly the best options that I would Mm. suggest as well. Um, Mm. There is the option to – there are other libraries you can use, like um, through the Melbourne Library Service and other services, but they're not necessarily always that accessible. So Mm. um, that's a difficulty where you might find that, say, some aspect of the search may work, but then you might be able to use the player Mm. Um, so I really would say that we've got the best at the moment of what's available. That is Audible. I think it's fantastic. Um, BorrowBox, which I do like. However, I do find their app rather difficult to search with because the search tends to appear in a huge big grid and you're looking at yeah. books and you see like about five books and you think, now, hang on, which one have I selected here? So often you can make the mistake of selecting the wrong book. I just don't find it terribly user-friendly, some aspects of the app, but the quality and the content is just outstanding with Mm. Belinda, as we know. Uh, Mm. Audible is fantastic, of course, but you're paying for that. And I certainly think Bookshare uh, is a great resource too for particularly students 
or people that are wanting to access business materials and that sort of thing. And they are growing their content to more recreational reading as well. And I think having our library uh, now is, um, an, as, is an attestament to that. The thing about Bookshare books, though, Jamie, or am I wrong, is that they, um, they're they not human narrated, are they? They're uh, electronic that's, speech. That's correct. So what happens is you basically, with Bookshare, you get to choose how you would like that book. Do you want it in Braille? Do you want a Daisy synthetic voice version or a Daisy mm. text version? In some cases, you can have a PDF or a Word version as well. Yeah. So there is no human narrated um, Bookshare content. Mm. Yeah. Um, the uh, just while we're on those other three, Audible and Burrowbox, the uh, I know that um, you are right that people have to pay for their Audible uh, apps, but if you're on the NDIS. Uh, some people have been able to get the audible cost of audible in their NDIS plans. I know I have. So yes, I've heard um, of that too. Mm, definitely. Yeah. So that's that's one way to to minimise that cost uh, if you um, if you do that. Yeah. Very worthwhile because you're getting a lot of books that are very new and also they're often read by the author, etc. Um, there's even a lot of Australian books that come through Audible that we can't necessarily get in our library straight away. So we always encourage members to look wide and far mm, yeah no it's a, it's a good plan let's come to your personal uh hobby uh jamie and that is old-time radio shows um i've got many childhood memories of some classics in that area uh the crate being just one that i can remember um, how can people listen to those if they want to go back and revive some of those memories well, there's an awful lot of old-time radio available on the internet now, and particularly American. You'll find that uh, that's always been very plentiful, and the reason for that is because of copyright. They never had the copyright issues that we've had in this country with old-time radio content. However, now there is the Grace Gibson online shop where they are making a lot of their old serials available. Oh. Now you can purchase an MP3 format either on CD or you can download it um, through iTunes, etc. And, geez, things like the Castlereagh line and Cattleman and um, the Shadow. I can think of so many Grace Gibson mm. shows that you can now purchase. I think even Life of Dexter now, there's about four volumes of Life of Dexter. Oh, right. wow. um, yeah. So there is an awful lot of material now starting to become available, which is great to see. Mm. For me personally, I um, back when I was – probably 12 or 13, I used to hear some of these programs on nostalgia programs and I thought, oh, I'd love to find out more about these shows. I got interested in the actors and in the um, in the history, you know, the format, the fact that they're on big 16-inch records. Mm. Uh, then I got interested in the people involved in the um, equipment, so the old microphones, the old wire recorders, the turntables, and I started going out and collecting all this material. So now I have a big collection of my own of, um, of the old 16-inch uh, transcriptions that these shows right. came on. Um, I've managed to rescue a lot that uh, ended up in people's back sheds and things, otherwise they would have ended up down in the tip. So I've been fortunate over the years to... Um, as a hobby, I suppose, become a radio historian and have been able to support like the National Film and Sound Archives with material when they've been putting out CDs, when they're looking for something. In many instances, I've been able to support Grace Gibson Productions when they wanted to put yeah. out a, 
uh, a serial in 208 episodes and they say, oh, but we've got 200 episodes, we're missing eight episodes, and they put a call out to collectors and I'm often uh, happen to have the missing episodes that they don't have. So right. they're enabled to put out a complete series, which mm. makes all the mm. difference between, you know, mm. putting out something that's got gaps in it or putting out yeah, a complete sure. story. So I've been able to do that. Um but I just love all the old history, the old microphones, the fact that radio stations back in the 40s and 50s used gongs, for example. So they all the stations had their own signatures. I do have a couple of sets of gongs myself at home. <laughs> Bit of a museum, right. I've got Graham. Yeah, I can, I can, I can tell that just from your descriptions, Jamie. That's been fantastic. It's a, a wealth of information that you've given us, and I'm sure that many of us will uh, put it to very good use both during the summer break and into the future um, by accessing the Vision Australia Library. So thank you for joining us on Horizons today. Graeme, can I just conclude by saying that uh, over the Christmas New Year period, the uh, Vision Australia and the library will be closed from 5pm on the 20th, Friday the 20th, and will reopen at 9am on January the 6th. However, there will be technical staff and people like me monitoring the service to make sure that the newspapers and the library service is still working over the period. And But I'd also want to remind people that remember over the Christmas New Year week, there will be some delays with newspaper publications due to public holidays and, and so forth. So if your newspaper is not quite there on time or a day late, don't get too stressed. And don't email Jamie because he'll be on holidays too. Correct. Thank you, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your time, Jamie. It's been great to chat. Been a real pleasure. Thank you, Graham. Jamie Kelly there in conversation with Graham Innes. Blind Citizens Australia will be closed down over the Christmas New Year period. However, if it's urgent, you can ring 1800 0330 or email bca at bca.org.au. I'm Vaughan Benison. On behalf of all of us here at Blind Citizens Australia, I wish you the best of luck for the Christmas season and we'll talk to you again next week. We'll achieve the realisation of our dreams.